I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did. But people will never forget how you made them feel. Maya Angelou. Hello and welcome to The Journey, your radio show, hosted by Neville D'Angelo, author of A Soundbite Life and Flight of the Fused Monkeys, a PRG Emerging Technologies Forum keynote speaker and founder of Rio Sports. I am Joseph Ellison. Enjoy! Never make someone a priority when all you are to them is an option. Maya Angelou Everyone in the world has gone to bed one night or another with fear or pain or loss or disappointment. And yet each of us has awakened a risen, uh, somehow made our ablution, seen other human beings, and said, Morning, how are you? Fine, thanks to you. It's amazing. Wherever that abides in the human being, there is the nobleness of the human spirit. Despite it all, black and white, Asian, Spanish, Native American, pretty, plain, thin, fat. Here is a woman who lived, Maya Angelou. This is a statement from Dr. Maya Angelou's family, dated Wednesday, May 28, 2014. Dr. Maya Angelou passed quietly in her home before 8 a.m. Eastern Time. Her family is extremely grateful that her ascension was not belabored by a loss of acuity or comprehension. She lived a life as a teacher, activist, artist, and human being. She was a warrior for equality, tolerance, and peace. The family is extremely appreciative of the time we had with her, and we know that she's looking down upon us with love. This is our sixth session of this season's Authors Roundtable. Let's spend these moments in reflection with an icon. My name is Neville. You are on the journey. Along the journey, we stop at intriguing places and meet fascinating people with novel solutions to some of life's tricky questions. And we play a few games and track the remarkable characters of three classic books, A Soundbite Life, Flight of the Fused Monkeys, and Illicet, A Time to Begin Again, all of which can be found on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. When you see them on the freeway hitching rides, with their dogs and their guitars by their side, you need to ask, what's all the lying and the dying and the beating and the cheating all about? Take time out. When you see him with a band around his head and an army surplus bunk that makes his bed, you need to ask, what's all the bleeding and the kneading, the lying and the spying all about? Take time out. 
take a minute, feel some sorrow for the folks who thought tomorrow was a place that they could call up on the phone. Take a month and show some kindness for the folks who thought that blindness was an illness that affected eyes alone. When you see her walking barefoot in the rain, and you know she's tripping on a one-way train, you need to ask, what's all the selling and the yelling, the beating and the cheating all about? Take time out. Oh, you can sell your soul for money, then run off to the country for your cookouts and your parties on the lawns. While our children seek sedation in Eastern meditation or visions that go shooting of their arms. When you know that youth is dying on the run and my daughter trades dope stories with your son, we better ask, what's all the bleeding and the needing, the killing and the thrilling all about? We better take time out and accept the fact that I am a rainbow in somebody's cloud, and I thank you. Every human grouping, whether it's just two people, a family, people in the neighborhood, people in the city, in a nation, a tribe, a species. People live in direct relation to the heroes and the sheroes they have. I believe that a word is a thing. It is non-visible and audible only for the time it's there. It hangs in the air. But I believe it is a thing. I believe it goes into the upholstery and into the rugs and into my hair, into my clothes, finally even into my body. I believe that words are things, and I live on them. I look at the word, the N-word, which I really am obliged to call it that, because it was created to divest people of their humanity. Absolutely. Now, when I see a bottle come from the pharmacy, it says... P-O-I-S-O-N. And then there's skull and bones. Then I know that the content of that thing, the bottle is nothing, but the content is poison. If I pour that content into Bavarian crystal, it is still poison. Well, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, mind you, just an idea. That words are things. She's black from the South, and in America, in the time when being black in the South was probably a, a really difficult existence on a lot of levels, and she survived all of that. She just stepped out from underneath the oppression and kind of soaked up what life could be. The writing. 
becomes the greater light. I keep a hotel room in my town, wherever I live, and I leave my house about 5.30 in the morning. And so I go into my room. I close the door. Once I'm there, I will go and I'll kind of cleanse myself. I don't know how I do that. But I get on anything that happened last night or on the drive over there, away from me. So I'm back with, with my work. On the pulse of this new day, you may have the grace to look up and out and say simply, very simply, with hope, good morning. But that's the wonderful thing about the icon. You continue to grow and you develop courage, the most important of all the virtues. Because without courage, you can't practice any other virtue consistently. If you've seen another truth and had enough courage to change your way of thinking, to say, hey, everybody, you know what I said last week? I don't believe that anymore. A little child just freaked me out. This was the mark of Martin and of Malcolm. So when Malcolm X came to Africa and came to us in West Africa, in Ghana, he said, I have met blue-eyed, blonde-haired, white men at Mecca, and I can call them brother. I've, I've, I've learned not all whites are the devils. It's important for you to talk about exactly. these people exactly. and remind me of the humanity because as icons, the level of virtue they have seems impossible. This is why it's dangerous to make anybody seem larger than life. Because a young person coming up sees this larger-than-life figure, this outrageously gigantic personality, and has to say, I can never be that. I can never do that. Absolutely. You see, when the truth is, those men and those women were in the right place at the right time and got hold of something. And something caught hold of them. This is something that I just now in this stage of my life I'm getting an appreciation for it. And maybe being a public person kind of helped me appreciate it. But what the 60s must have been like for anybody. What was it, eight or nine assassinations? What does that do to a generation? Having lived through that and having known those people. This is me. I, I imagine I, I'd still be angry. I'd be angry with my country. I'd be angry at anybody who let that happen to my friend. No. If you're not angry, you're either a stone or you're too sick to be angry. You should be angry. But what are you doing? You, now, mind you, there's a difference. You must not be bitter. That's all. Ah. That's let me show you why. Bitterness is like cancer. It eats upon the host. It doesn't do anything to the object of its displeasure. So use that anger, yes. You write it. You paint it. 
you dance it, you march it, you, you vote it, you do everything about it, you talk it, never stop talking it. I'm sure you two have noticed practically everywhere you turn, everywhere you look, everywhere you hear, there goes up the pain, the cries, the loud roars of horror are females across culture, across communities, across ethnicities, across religions, across societies, indignities, unspeakable horrors. Our females, many silent, many crying, some loud. I'm sure you two have noticed practically everywhere you turn, look there and there and there and there at every nook, everywhere you hear if you allow it. There it is again, cries of frustration, pain shouting out in violence, our males, death untimely, death and dying, indignities, oppressions and depressions, our males, blowing up across cultures, across communities, across ethnicities, across religions, across societies, on Unspeakable horrors, desperation, our males. It is long past time to change the narrative. Many already have. It is long past time to change the poisonous narratives feeding those horrors, those indignities, the violent narrative that unyielding destruction those poisonous narratives, males and females of so many kinds are dutifully fed, so often by well-meaning servants of camouflaged hatred. Truly, it is long past time to change those poisonous narratives of maleness and of femaleness on sustainable Narratives, poisonous narratives served in fine crystals, emotion, religion, entitlement, violent, hypocritical, vicious God talk. Many have already changed that narrative. If only we all could see here feel, touch, and taste it. It is already very much here. And don't allow anyone to divest you of your humanity, no matter the disguise. Take a time out. Have the courage to change the poisonous narrative that unsustainable narrative many already have
Yep, and that is why I'm recommending to you The Hunks I Dreamed, available on Amazon.com, Audible.com, iTunes, Nook, Kindle, Barnes & Noble. The Hunks I Dreamed, A Breed Beyond the Hero, by Neville the Angelou. It's just a click away. Try it out. The Journey is available free on iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, Rio Sports Radio, and several of your favorite internet platforms. Download, embed, and share via any of the social media you love. Don't forget to go to thejourney.riosports.com. You'll find many videos and audios of the full length of these conversations. Thejourney.riosports.com. Ah, I'm a rainbow in somebody's cloud. Vow to celibate, we rise. You may write me down in history with your bitter twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still like dust, I'll rise. Does my sassiness affect you? Why are you beset with gloom? Just because I walk as if I have oil wells pumping in my living room. Just like suns and like moons with the certainty of tides. Just like hope springing high. Still I rise. Did you want to see me broken? Bowed head and lowered eyes. Shoulders falling down like teardrops. Weakened by my soulful cries. Does my sadness upset you? <laughs> Don't take it so hard just because I laugh. <laughs> As if I have gold mines digging in my own backyard. You can shoot me with your words. You can cut me with your lies. You can kill me with your hatefulness. But just like life, I rise. Does my sexiness offend you? Oh. Does it come as a surprise that I dance? as if I have diamonds at the meeting of my thighs. Out of the huts of history's shame, I rise. Up from a past rooted in pain, I rise. A black ocean leaping and wide, welling and swelling, I bear in the tide. Leaving behind nights of terror and fear, I rise. Into a daybreak miraculously clear, I rise bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave. I am the hope and the dream of the slave. And so, naturally, there I go right.